0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of His Only Vice, the film podcast where we discuss the movies that shaped us. You guys, right off the top, I just got to thank you all for dealing with these audio issues we've been having. Once again, we are still recording through Zoom because the world is still shut down. Thank you, Miss Quarantina Turner. Um, You guys, I have truly one of my favorite people. We're already laughing. I can't even look at her without laughing. (laughs) Truly one of my favorite people in the whole world. This episode is going to be one of the faves. I guarantee it. She's someone that I used to spend nights up with at college until 3 a.m. watching bootlegs. Not sober, I can tell you that. Um, We used to spend a ridiculous amount of money at our local convenience store, And we used to just quest around New York City like little gerbils that we are. I'm so happy to have this person on my podcast. She is one of my earliest supporters and biggest fans and best friends in the whole world. Please welcome Claire Itstrom. Hey Claire! (laughs) 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 Squirrel, my little squirrel.
1: I'm so excited to be honest. You have no idea.
0: I am so excited for
1: you when you started it. I I know. I'm so happy to be here, Bubba.
0: Early supporter. Um I'm absolutely addicted to you. So happy to see you. If you guys didn't know, which most of you probably don't, um, Claire lives in Washington now, so I don't get to see her as often um, because we are, say it with me, three hours apart. Um, time is so weird. Bicostal. Um, Bicostality, honey.
1: I know. It's so sweet. Um, Bicostal is a new bisexual.
0: I'm you're joking. right. It is. <laughs> It actually, that actually is and sort I'm of both, the B. So it's fine. The, exactly, <laughs> that is sort of the B in LGBTQAIA. By coastal. Yeah, A, A. Um,
1: bicoastal. <laughs>
0: yeah it's lesbian, gay, by transgender. Exactly. All right, I'm. I'm going to be absolutely ostracized by the LGBTQ community. I know they're going to. Um, like, um, She's problematic. <laughs> cancelled, absolutely cancelled. Uh, um, anyway, before we put our foot in our mouths any further, how are you? How are you handling, Miss Rona?
1: You know. It's been going a little wild, but it's been, it's been all right. Everybody Miss, uh, that I know is like healthy and safe, which is a big blessing. God Thank bless. God for that. Yeah. I'm just glad that everybody's cute and happy and at home that I know personally. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I can like do what I can to help other people. Cause I'm not stressed about my own shit, which is good. Right. right. Yeah. And then I can Love that. spend more time doing shit like this with you which is perfect
0: absolutely acting like absolute idiots on my radio program
1: i know drinking a white claw yes
0: god in the afternoon <laughs> we live and i'm drinking Friday. i'm drinking a poland spring
1: as long as it's not disani you heard huh. about all-
0: dishonest <laughs> Dasani, dishonest, dishonest, dishonest honey <laughs> <laughs> um I can't believe. Okay, and I want you guys to be ready for 60 minutes of this nonsense. Like, oh. just just turn it off now.
1: Yeah, if you're not interested in some debauchery, hunty, some debauchery,
0: debauchery, conflama drama.
1: Oh, conflama and condrama. I love all of it. <laughs> I mean, that's why we're doing the movie that we picked, because we love a little, we love high stakes, You're right. wide pants, we love it all.
0: <laughs> Literally gauchos <laughs> to the floor. But before yeah. we get into that, don't say that one yet, don't give that away. I know I won't. Claire, as you yes. know, we start each episode off getting to know the guest tastes, T-A-S-T-E-S tastes. D- did you need me to spell that for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Tasty Delight doesn't know how to do it. Are they closed?
0: Girl, Tasty Delight. That's another thing we used to frequent in college.
1: Oh, my God, yes. I so,
0: where that. me and Claire went to school, there was a Tasty Delight, I don't know, a block and a half away, probably. Yeah,
1: and it was, like, what would signify summer beginning is, like, the first group trip to Tasty Delight. Oh, hundo. So from the library, we uh, would be, like, is it time for Tasty? Is the weather good enough? And then we would, like, maneuver as a, like, quad It was.
0: It was um cafe boccio in the winter and tasty in the summer.
1: Oh my god, those poor cafe boccio employees. They were like, um
0: we're so fed up with us.
1: Guys get these kids out, please.
0: And you know the only person I ever went to Tasty Delight with more than you is previous guest of the pod, Natalie Ortega. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> tasty for um, the queens. <laughs> you heard it here first, honey. <laughs> How many
1: scoops are we getting today? One or two? No,
0: you know I always got a creamy. Okay. <laughs>
1: And you always do.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Baby. And for those oh, of you God. following following this narrative podcast, you will know that on the Talia episode, I did tell listeners what a creamy was, and it is just soft serve, you sick fucks. Yeah. Also, um,
1: it sounds like so much more. But... It really does, I really <laughs> Any nature's ho- biggest disappointment.
0: Any this? hosier. Any hosier, remember hosier? Any <laughs> hosier. <laughs> um favorite movies, go
1: favorite movies goddamn. well
0: other than the one we're gonna talk about today save that
1: other than the one we're gonna talk about because that is definitely up there mm-hmm. uh, i mean like i'm an emo bitch at heart so like eternal sunshine obviously you gotta give it up
0: yeah i was gonna say i could probably list some of them for you and that would be yeah, 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 right yeah, on Definitely
1: on, on top, and then grand budapest you would probably also say yes
0: i could definitely list that for you um Actually, because, because
1: i'm a sucker for the world building
0: you know also I'm a me sucker. um Claire is the person who taught me how to properly pronounce Ray Fiennes' name sophomore year.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, you were like Ralph.
0: That was like Ralph Finus I was like, I
1: was like, <laughs> I was like um, no, 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 no. If we're going to be friends, you're going to need to know how to say Ralph Fiennes name. <laughs> Rafe Fiennes. And now
0: he's an <laughs> actor, so.
1: Also, how hot of a name is that, Rafe?
0: Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah. That's, um,
1: one, that's one to take to the bank.
0: Yeah, I knew about, okay, so I knew about Grand Budapest because we have had many a convo about that. <clears throat> um, oh, yes. I knew about then, Eternal. Uh, Inglorious was uh, a Inglorious Bastards full title. Sorry, yes. um, was a contender for this episode.
1: It um, definitely was. As a in the process of converting Jewish person, that movie gives me a lot of untrue but uh, validating.
0: <laughs> in the process of converting, <laughs> she says, <laughs> "Love that for I you." Am
1: love that. Love that.
0: I love it, too.
1: Uh, um, but, no, the ending of that is so historically inaccurate, but very um, validating.
0: Well, that's I sort like of Quentin's whole deal.
1: And- yeah, I know. I love, I love that. I love Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. Like
0: and um, he changed the ending of the Sharon Tate story, so that's become, like, his
1: I actually I haven't whole deal. seen that one yet. Oh,
0: really? Okay. I know. I really um, okay. I'll be honest. It's kind of boring, but Brad Pitt is the best part, so good for him for winning an Oscar
1: good for him for winning an oscar i know he's getting so much botox on his forehead somebody just needed to girl he was like i'm trying
0: i've said on this podcast before and the oscar goes to brad pitt's doctor honey oh
1: my god his lips
0: his lips (laughs) lips. (laughs) i'm I'm pretty sure we texted about his lips immediately after he won an oscar
1: he looks amazing but
0: like (laughs) he does look amazing but like his lips. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can list more from uh, from the list you told me at one point in life. Give me a guess. Um, I think I could probably get three more. Okay. Other than the one we're doing today.
1: Mm-hmm. Once. Yes.
0: The producers.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Princess Mononoke.
1: I love Princess Mononoke. I really like a lot of Miyazaki stuff. I wanted to do Princess Mononoke for this one though, just because I wanted to do like an adult film. But famously, yeah, I didn't want to do, like a baby movie. Like, famously, a I'm... Delivery service. Okay, don't, don't you <laughs> dare
0: drag Kiki's delivery service. No, I love it's
1: beautiful. I love it too. I will always wanted to be that crow woman. I like wanted that.
0: I love life. that movie. That's actually one of the only Miyazaki movies I've seen, that one in Spirited Away.
1: You've got to see Princess One. I know, I know. It
0: is on the list because of you. So it's by next... It's
1: horrifyingly violent, but it's really good.
0: Okay, by next episode, I will watch.
1: It's beautiful. And it's all about like um the preserving of nature and how humanity plays a part in nature's story yeah, like, yes,
0: yes, yeah. Yes.
1: but we love it you know
0: yeah did we see once together no i saw once before we knew each other i think i think i saw it my freshman year
1: yeah because i remember i saw it. i literally saw it like five days after i moved and i was like nope okay i think i should stay living here i think this is what i need to be doing at the moment yeah yeah, is, yeah it was i remember like when i saw the musical version of once because i mean the movie is everything and informed so much of like the kind of music that i like but when mm-hmm. i said musical i remember listening to gold and feeling like i was like floating
0: yeah up, like, yeah that the audience it was the crazy. orchestrations in once the musical it's like one of the the few um uh screen to stage adaptions that almost elevates the work actually i would say does elevate because you get like those gorgeous like 10 part harmonies it feels like it feels like each of those voices is singing a different note. it is crazy yeah.
1: It's amazing. That and like,
0: acapella just, gold, too. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I thought that the good things about Once is that there was so much, like in the moment music, like the movie. And I thought that the musical just was like, we're gonna take any moment in the movie that's not live in the moment performed music and make that happen. Yeah, because There's a lot of moments where it's like just playing in the background. And I'm like, yeah. bring that song out. Bring it that's, out, I wanna hear more.
0: That's a really special um, musical. Um,
1: yeah, and Glenn Hansard is a daddy, so. <laughs>
0: I know that you can <laughs> lure him.
1: Lurred him.
0: Um, any others? Those are the ones that, I'm, that are popping out to me that I know about you.
1: Yeah, some of them are like very odd because like, my parents, you know my parents. If of course. If the audience doesn't know my parents, they're like two of the oddest balls, uh, that ever oddballed.
0: They're absolute and icons is what she means.
1: They really are. They're <sighs> they're truly iconic. My mom is a legend and my dad is like probably the most pretentious person I've ever come with <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. He yeah, the, it's, to be just like him. It's one,
0: it's one that you can, it's a pretentious person you can handle.
1: Yeah, so like there's this movie that, um my where my name comes from that i love really i love a lot called until the end of the world that my dad is obsessed with it's the vim benders movie he directed paris texas i don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen that movie i'm
0: but, familiar um, but have not seen
1: really good very good um it's about this woman who can perceive it's like a futuristic movie it's about this woman who can perceive dreams in a way that scientists can record it and then show it to blind people
0: oh interesting
1: which is very very interesting so my dad
0: we love like a premise.
1: i know my dad has a whole essay about why he named me that but um <laughs> i love it i love that movie and i wasn't allowed to see it until i was 13 because it's a little nudie
0: a little raunchy
1: and i was like great so i was Coming out of my mom, and you were like, this is the movie that we should do good.
0: <laughs> hey, Claire, is a little raunch dressing?
1: <laughs> a little raunch dressing. I love that, and I love – there's some other Wes Anderson ones that I like, like uh, Royal Tendon Bombs" is very special to me and my dad. That's, like, one of our family movies.
0: Okay, and, love.
1: Oh, and I love Moulin Rouge.
0: Yes. Because
1: I'm a cheesy bitch.
0: Just talked about that last episode.
1: I know. And for some reason, the ending of that movie really gets me in a really bad way. So I haven't watched the ending in a really long time because it just really bums me out. But yeah,
0: it's, it's sad.
1: I just stop after they after the curtain falls. I'm like, great, they won! The end!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lips and glam and red curtains. Yay! Thanks, Nicole. Yay. Thanks, Ewan. exactly. Um, we could truly have this discussion for one million years, so let's um let's, let's move on move to the people along. who uh let's move on to the people who populate those movies. Claire, do you have any favorite movie stores?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, I love a Nathan Lane.
0: Yes, we Always me, and, and forever. me and Claire love a Nathan Lane.
1: You know, I love a Nathan Lane. In terms of comedy people, I also really love. Oh, I've been, I've been obsessing over Bill Hader lately. Like, How can you not? He's he's a god. I just they put Barry on Hulu and I've been really wanting to watch Barry for so long. Mm -hmm. Dylan and I rammed through season one. He's so hot.
0: Oh, if you hear if you hear Dylan (laughs) spoken about in third person, not directly at me, that's her her lover and her partner and her
1: my lover and my partner. Yes, since I couldn't get you. I'll just
0: yes. Oh, stop. (laughs) Um, Is he here? Is he there right now?
1: Yeah, he's here.
0: Tell him I say hello.
1: Dylan Dylan says
0: hi. (laughs) (laughs) On air. Oh
1: God, on air. Who else do I love? I love Leo's great. He should have gotten an Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street, but
0: Oh my god, I Claire, I've literally talked about that on this podcast, I think. Yeah, it's just (laughs) The I'm Revenant was a legacy award. I'm over I know. it. I'm
1: so over the Oscars being like, I guess we made a mistake. So we'll just give them an Oscar <laughs> for whatever they're in next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
0: like, or that's like um, all of entertainment industry giving Laura Dern an Oscar for Marriage Story. They were like, well, we can't give her an Oscar for um, Big Little Lies or, you know, at this point we fucked up on Blue Velvet and we can't really give her one for Wild. We fucked up on that too. So oh um, let's just give it to yeah. her for her. Yeah, sure.
1: Whatever. Um, yeah. But whatever's next. It's fine. For it's Marriage
0: fine. Story. Which don't get me wrong, she was really good in that. But was she the best supporting actress of the year? Also, sure.
1: haven't seen that. I'm such oh, an ass. I know. Literally, I, I.
0: You know love Noah. To,
1: I know I love Noah. I showed other. I showed other Dylan also Squid and the Whale the other oh, day. Jesus. To try don't and see if maybe that. he could like see if he could make it through Marriage Story. Like if that sort of cringe kind of thing mm-hmm. he could get through but I don't so so I'm
0: gonna go absolutely to fringe. I'm gonna go absolutely off for one second um yes. so I've been working on this essay actually comparing um uh the squid and the whale and marriage story which um are both you know stories about divorce yeah um but the the squid and the whale is very like cynical and um angry and sort of like unprocessed uh, rage from like the kid 's perspective toward the parents, and yeah. then a marriage story is like how um, a parent 's perspective affects like the kid 's future um, and so i 've been like sort of trying to take a look at those and like really look at um, noah 's um, complex relationship divorce because I sort of feel like we have similar views like in the beginning of like a divorce story <laughs> to sort of borrow a title. Um, mm-hmm you're like just angry right and then by the end right. you sort of are like oh no like marriage and divorce are just another are just two names we use to categorize relationships so mm-hmm. like there's really no winner and no one to blame so like in the squid and the whale it's like there is fucking blame oh and yeah then in, they're
1: all horrible
0: and then in a marriage story it's so sort of void of um fingers being pointed it's sort of like he c- sort of casts the, the the bad guy-ness onto the lawyers and like how that like the drama of a uh, divorce trial is really what brings everything down. Yeah, so, and anyway, the, the things I, like, that
1: make off. yeah the things that are like make divorce official are the things that are really like the big the partners. worst parts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you could just like let a relationship fizzle and fizzle away yeah. naturally and not have to like go in a room and argue about who like gets what and sign a bunch of documents exactly that are really high stakes because it's legal shit and like. I'm sure a lot of people are having their first real encounter with any sort of legality when they're getting their divorce. Like, i right. sure people are like, I've never had a lawyer before, but now I have a lawyer because I'm getting a divorce.
0: Right. So and enter you know, Laura Dern.
1: And enter Laura Dern. <laughs> no, but
0: anyway, so yeah, I just, I love those two movies and like looking at them next to each other. But anyway. Speaking
1: of which, another favorite of mine,
0: Jeff yes, Daniels. Yes, go off. Yes, I, I know you love God. Jeff.
1: I love him so <clears> much.
0: Claire's a amazing. big big fan of newsroom
1: I need to talk about some women though I've only been talking about boys boys yeah. boys
0: uh boys we like, like boys in cars
1: oh, amazing who do I love um I mean Meryl Doy she's am- I love Emily Blunt and oh
0: yes good good shout out to Miss Emily
1: Emily Blunt is great and I saw Midsommar, uh, I, they did like a rescreen of it recently, and I hadn't seen it, so I went and saw it. And Florence blew my damn mind oh, in that movie. Oh,
0: Florence Pugh is gonna be the next big thing. Like yeah, she is something savage. else. She's
1: savage. She's savage. I really love her. I love all of the like West staples. You know, like we love we love a Luke Wilson. We
0: love mm-hmm, Ben Stiller. I love mm-hmm. Jim Carrey
1: too. Oh my god. Yes. Yep. Jim. Um, we love Jimmy. You,
0: we love a physical comedian we do claire and i love big big broad stupid humor
1: yes and i also like people that are um a little fucked in the head like like jim i mean actually i think he's not fucked at all i think he probably might have a good idea of what is actual reality if you will i just watched did you watch that documentary the man on the moon documentary
0: no i have not seen that yet
1: oh my god dylan you would love it he's okay
0: gotta watch adding to the list
1: He's on, like, another fucking wavelength. Like, <laughs> I
0: mean, all the greats are.
1: Yeah, but he, he really is, like, not opposed to talking about it. And, like, mm-hmm. in a weird way, he gets kind of, in, not in a bad way, but it's a little almost religious-y feeling. Like, he's just sort of like, this is how I found my hope and my solace in this crazy profession that I have. And, like, a lot of people want to take their process and keep it under closed doors but like i really think that humanity itself would be better thinking the way that i think and i'm yeah
0: dude you're like go off this
1: go off
0: go off this oh i know you love philip seymour hoffman i know that's one we share Ah, don't make me cry i know we have a a shared love of miss tilda swinton and miss (gasps) Frances McDermott.
1: Frances McDermott.
0: yes i love her um she
1: could be my mom i she's amazing i Love Fargo, that's yeah, cl- another favorite. Wait, Claire,
0: I was just going to say I feel like our Venn diagram crosses at Wes and the Coen Brothers. Like that's yes. where that's where our film speak really began.
1: Oh my god, another music movie that I'm obsessed with Inside Lewin Davis. I don't know if you've
0: seen that. And this is where our Venn diagram doesn't cross. I think I'm like pretty sure one? I'm pretty sure we've argued about this before. I think Inside Lewin Davis is one of the worst Coen Brothers movies and people love it. Like it's consistently ranked one of the best. And I'll tell you why because it's not that it's not beautifully made and beautifully shot because of course it is. It's the Coen brothers. That's like mm-hmm. a given. And um, Oscar
1: Isaac is beautifully hot
0: and Oscar Isaac is amazing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hate, hate, hate that character so much
1: oh, he that, sucks. that I couldn't even terrible.
0: look. I couldn't even look by it.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe
0: I'll rewatch it now that I'm like a little bit like farther removed from like the music world that I was inhabiting in college. But, um,
1: I don't know. I don't know. That movie, I don't know why I like it. It's it's one of those movies where I'm just like, I think that the music is beautiful. And like, it's another movie that like me and my dad share a lot in common with. And my dad has talked to me for hours about like, oh, you know, it's like, the odyssey but like the folk odyssey i'm like uh uh-huh, yeah with the cat we get it
0: Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're well read
1: you're well read we get it um, um, but i'm like you know what else is the odyssey dad oh brother where art thou and that movie is great
0: actually you know what I sort of you could say that any coen brothers movie is the odyssey if you really try <laughs>
1: if you really reach really if you
0: really reach burn after reading that yeah that sort of is the odyssey
1: i quote burn after reading with my dad probably every time we see each other <laughs> and it's the most speaking, random quote.
0: Speaking of Brad Pitt's lips, RIP.
1: You know, oh my God. It's a, it's a him line too. When he is talking about the bikes, when that guy like wrecks his bike and he's uh-huh. like, he wrecked your Schwinn. He's like, you think that's a Schwinn? And that's
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait, before we move on to the movie we're going to talk about, let's, can we just go through some of our highlight, like pop culture quotes that we always yes. do? Yes. Okay. Ready? Ready? So I'll start and you finish. Okay. <laughs> Which Hazel? This Hazel.
1: Thanks,
0: Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, that is an ancient SNL commercial for Witch Hazel. We, that didn't Anag- even,
1: we didn't even discover it from watching SNL. We no. discovered it from watching Seth Rudecky's old ass YouTube videos, like early two thousands, like so
0: old. Yeah. So, so, so it's an like old Anagastaire commercial, know. and we're obsessed. It's and amazing. we we have another um on uh, a character that we love to do starts up here take it down here
1: Mom and now smoke yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> we still got it got it wait so uh. what are some of the other things we used to constantly say to each other well we used to always yell squirrel to at each other
1: oh yes yeah, squirrel um, um and then we used to just anything with ants
0: oh yeah ants. The ants ants the film the popular film
1: Corona, unfortunately, put the production on hold (laughs) in 2030, so keep your eyes peeled.
0: It will be starring um, um, close friend Megan Hoxie and international superstar um, Donald Glover. (laughs) 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 The artist formerly known as Childish Gambino. He would
1: be great in Ants.
0: Yeah, he was part of the plan at one point.
1: Uh, I have to find that, like... where did we have all that information? Was that on, like, a Word document or was that on, like, no, a No, it was on –
0: Claire, look at me. It was on Twitter. Twatter. The, the, yeah, we were constantly twatting about ants.
1: Oh, my God. Who else is okay.
0: an ant? <laughs> Girl. James Earl Jones, Lil' Kim, Eminem. It was, like, all these hip-hop stars and, like, it was wild. Amazing. Oh, and, and, the, and, the, score, and the score was going to be – which, by the way – we were we really saw the future here we said that the score was going to be by Imogen Heap and she later (laughs) scored the Harry Potter play (laughs) and I love that not
1: only that we had this idea but also we had the idea for all of like our personas in the show like who we would all oh
0: fully 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 fully.
1: rare Dylan sighting
0: (laughs) through the beads
1: the be- I have a beaded curtain. Just yeah, we love. Have style these brag. days, you know?
0: Um, speaking of style, <gasps> should we get into the movie that you brought today?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Claire, please share with the guests, what movie did you bring today?
1: The iconic, the legendary, the Spartacus, the birdcage. The birdcage,
0: bird yes. God! Okay, so Claire uh, brought the birdcage with her today t- as the movie geez. that shaped her and really, if you know Claire at all, you know that this tracks. This does. This is a movie that seems to have shaped her.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. We So how this mo- this movie started in my life, I don't know when I first saw it. I don't know how it fell into my lap, but somehow it did. And then my parents had a pretty huge basement growing up that was mm-hmm. furnished. So we would Same. have of, like, parties. I was sort of the party <laughs> house. And there would always be a point in the party when I would force everybody to sit down and watch the birdcage. And I would just quote the whole thing and annoy everybody. Yes, God. And that's that's where my humor came from, just observing Nathan Lane and Robin and Williams and Hank Azaria. That
0: the- was me. That was me <laughs> with um, Juno, Napoleon Dynamite, and Superstar.
1: Yeah, Tina. That
0: was my hard. that was my holy trinity. <laughs> um,
1: I loved I love Napoleon Dynamite. I really haven't watched that in a long time. That's a,
0: that's got to get rewatched soon. It, it it really is something special. But I think my oh. most quoted is definitely Superstar. Sometimes oh, sure. when I get nervous, I put my hands under my armpits and I. Smell them like that. Anyway. My
1: dad, my dad used to think that the why don't you go drink a bottle of yourself joke was the funniest
0: Okay, that okay, listen, that's how you write a motherfucking joke. Yeah, you go
1: drink a bottle of yourself.
0: Evian. Who's that
1: actress? Who's that actress who plays Evian? Oh,
0: it's um um it's um, she plays the bitch always and she's um, um, um,
1: Yes, it's um
0: fuck, who is that? She was like really big back then.
1: Wasn't she also the bitchy stepmom and parent trap?
0: Was yes, 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 oh yes, 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 Elaine Hendricks. Or no, uh, oh. Yes, Elaine Hendricks, Elaine Hendricks. That's who it was. What her name is Elaine.
1: Fuck you, Elaine.
0: Uh, <laughs> anyway, here we go, veering okay. off again. Okay, I so know. the birdcage. Before we dive in, um, okay. I'm just going to do a quick rundown. As you guys know, I like to um, set, the, set the scene for the movie. So it was released in March of 1996. It was directed... just get
1: my DVD to fact check you? Yes,
0: God. It was directed by Mike Nichols, written by Elaine May. Um, it is a remake. It is a remake of the 1978 Franco-Italian film *La Casa Foll*. *La
1: um,
0: And it starred Robin Williams, Gene Hackman, Nathan Lane, Diane Weist, or as me and Claire like to say, North by Northwest. Um, and it had some great, you know, supporting turns from Hank Azaria and Miss Christine Baranski, all-time icon.
1: Literally, two of the most iconic, just like side characters ever.
0: <laughs> give me amazing. if. If a movie doesn't have Christine Baranski,
1: I'm not then interested. I'm not interested.
0: <laughs> um,
1: the required Baranski tool, as that, people that's, often refer to it. Exactly.
0: That's sort of like my bar. Is if, I'm, if, if a movie's going to be good, if it's going to be really five-star, it needs to have Christine.
1: What's the Christine Baranski level? Like, where are we at on the scale? Is there Baranski? In this one?
0: <laughs> In this one, Honey.
1: This is high Baransky. This is
0: high drag Baransky.
1: Her legs. Her legs.
0: And her power suits. And her convertible.
1: Her silk skirt. Ah!
0: Girl. Okay, so anyway, um, this movie, um, I would love to hear your thoughts on it, your favorite parts, your least favorite parts, as I always discuss with my peeps. And I want to know how you think it held up. Like, it is, you know, about um, LGBTQ issues. And... um, Yes. uh, It was made in 1996. So, you know, of course, things change. But... I have many opinions and I've talked to many of my friends about it. And so now let's um, just sort of dive in. I know. Let's go off with um, our favorite parts. Let's start there. That's always a good springboard. What is your your number one fave part of this movie?
1: I think... My number one favorite scene is probably, it's like one of the first scenes, but them in the dressing room in the beginning when he's trying to get Starina to come down yes. to perform. And he's like, what do you do while I'm on stage? <laughs> what do you do while I'm killing myself on stage? And it's just like, it's, it's like a fucking play. It's so fast and... They're running everywhere, and Hank Azaria is just confused in a mesh tank top, just being like, "I don't know." Uh.
0: Yes, hot, hot, <laughs> hot, 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 hot.
1: Hot and the aspirin tablets. Oh God, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, that, so is... that scene is just so chock full of like real juicy jokes. Like mm-hmm. nothing better.
0: I mean this this movie. If you're like paying attention, it's like a joke a minute.
1: Seriously, it's like per capita, probably the most one liners like
0: since so *Romeo and* Me- good. since um well actually. I don't. I don't want to say sense *Romeo and Michelle* because I think it's newer than *The Birdcage*, but it's on it's on par with *Romeo and Michelle*. *Romeo and um, Michelle*
1: came to dethrone it.
0: Yeah, oh, bitch. Oh my god.
1: Oh, I had. I actually had Wait, a question for you.
0: I put you, a question. Okay, hold on. Can you imagine like Lisa Kudrow and Nathan Blaine as Beyblades battling for most <laughs> one-liners? <laughs>
1: combat like them like <laughs> punching each other but, like, yeah it.
0: yeah fuck sindel i want lisa Kudrow. yeah oh my God. okay wait what was your question we're sort of flipping my the script thing,
1: i know so my question for you is gagged. like we're sort of like side music hoes mm-hmm. i don't know if everybody knows this but dylan is really also proficient in music things as well
0: anything pop um, culture honey
1: i was gonna say in a contemporary remake of The Birdcage, what song do you think would replace We Are Family?
0: Okay, you know this is my favorite game to, like, yeah. update things, like, oh, change the I actors know and stuff. so well.
1: This is why I picked this question, okay.
0: baby. Um, that would update We Are Family. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, that is so... That's such a good question. She's catching me... She's She's putting me on the spot here, listener. Um, it's
1: gonna be, like, another, like, just gay anthem.
0: Wait, you want to know what... Um, I'm going to give our friend Sarah Lermsider a shout out. Um, you, oh. know what she, you know what she would want me to say? What? That's not my name by the Ting Ting.
1: <laughs> Imagine them in like their little outfits in the beginning just like doing their introduction dance. Being like, that's not my <laughs> Also, which one is your favorite of the drag queens in the beginning? Like, which one do you think is the fiercest?
0: Um, that's a good question, too.
1: I love the short one with the chair. Wait, I was just going to say the (laughs) short one. Um, She's fierce. Doesn't she do the second? She does the second part. But wait, let Um, me think. I'm
0: trying to think of what my actual answer would be for. um, Oh, maybe that, um, maybe Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, it could be Cut to
1: the Feeling or like Dancing on My Own or something. I feel like, oh yeah, Dancing
0: on My Own would be good. I I feel like I want it to have like some sort of overarching like theme though. Like We Are a Family is like what The Birdcage ends up being like, yeah. in, in theme. So, um, let me think about that, and I'll, I'll re-answer at the end. Do you have an yeah, answer? Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll give it a think. No, I, honestly, I was thinking, like, I was, like, de- it definitely has to be, like, a modern-day queen.
0: Yeah, like, what's, like, a, a drag queen go-to?
1: I feel like it'd be something, uh, I feel like it'd be, like, fucking, like, uh, Katy Perry. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, um. <laughs> like, roar. <laughs> or firework. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm going to think, I'm going to ruminate on that and get back to you. I um, also it could
1: be also, like Britney.
0: Also Litner Litners. Littners. um Littners. Littners,
1: Littners. Littners
0: chime in. Um, listeners chime in on what you think should be. Oh yeah, be
1: please drop it in the reviews what you drop think in the, in the, the could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um okay, so I love that as your favorite part. Um, my favorite part overarching like I would say it's the physical comedy. Of just like every scene, but my oh, yeah. the best um, example of this I think is when um, Robin Williams is trying to teach Nathan Lane how to quote unquote be more manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. How and about he,
1: those dolphins?
0: And he tells him like <laughs> he tries to teach him how to walk and like put his pinky down and. Oh my god! And um, then he
1: pierces the toast.
0: I am absolutely jadorked to that scene. I think it's so funny, and it like from. The minute that he's like men schmear to all the way to like the men no no more dab 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 men schmear all Put the, the way,
1: goddamn pinky down
0: <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the John Wayne walk thing it just, I just did didn't like, know
1: John Wayne walk like
0: that <laughs> what am I not doing very well <laughs> so <laughs> too, <good>.
1: swishy?
0: <laughs> too swishy too um, swishy uh-huh. and. It it doesn't help that he's in like that pink striped moment that he's dressed in.
1: Him walking around the market that in that like first scene when Val just gets home and he's like going and shopping for him. That's literally my mom. Like, like <laughs> wait, G-O-T, like when the Schnecken beckons, is. like that's <laughs> that's my mom. <laughs> when the um, Schnecken beckons, she's she's a mixture
0: of Arrested Development and the Birdcage.
1: Oh yeah, she has like the sweetness of Albert, but she also has the like complete like
0: bite Just of lucille
1: reality <laughs> lucille
0: um has. so th- in general i think like obviously the physical comedy is like the king of this movie but i would yeah. say that scene for sure is like one of my faves. Yeah,
1: and also i think the scene that makes sure that this movie really holds up is the scene when he brings him like the palimony agreement and they're like sitting on the bench oh together, yes and he's, like half of mine is half of yours and like it's just because this is, like, this is what love is. It doesn't have to mean any, like, big thing. It's just that I want to share half of my life with you, and I want to be half a part of you, and you can be half a part of me. And was yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah, before
0: we get into, the, our like, our least favorite parts, let's, like, discuss what we think about, like, this movie being rewatched in 2020.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> so I was talking to, like, a lot of people about this, and ultimately I do think it holds up. Here are the parts that I think don't hold up. Right. Um, Hank Azaria playing a Guatemalan... That, <laughs> that doesn't quite hold up um especially that guatemalan made then acting like a grecian maid. um yes but you know, i think it's
1: like, where are you from
0: from from what i understand is and i was asking a friend about this who um uh is latinx and he i was saying like you know hank azaria has you know spanish roots or whatever he like lived in a spanish colony in greece or like his ancestors are from a spanish colony in greece right mm-hmm. so like what do you think about that like is I was genuinely like earnestly curious, and he was like, "Well, Spaniards and Latinx people, like um, from Central America, for example, it's not the same. It, they, they, yeah. they don't they don't share the same experience. So, like, like Patel P. Cruz shouldn't be playing like a Mexican character in right. in theory, right?" And I was like, "Okay, thank you for enlightening yeah. me on that." And then, of mm-hmm. course, like what comes with that is like Hengizaria, and you're know, like playing all these stereotypes and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, that being said, him as the pool boy, ooh,
1: his ass. Ooh,
0: grr. girl.
1: Tiny thong, Grr. See, I wish. I almost wish he had like, in the modern day retelling of that. I feel like it would be less that he's Guatemalan and more that he's just like violently, violently gay.
0: Right, right, <laughs> right. That's that's probably what they should have just done from the jump. Yeah, um, probably
1: what they should have just done from the jump. But it was also, like he does some great. They didn't know.
0: Right, you're right. He, he also <laughs> did some. He also did some. um some um, 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 amazing physical comedy with the shoes the shoes oh that don't God. fit obsessed yeah, with that part I too
1: wear shoes because they make me fall down
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he truly takes a tumble dora yeah, takes a tumble it. Oh, um so, so that doesn't ha- that doesn't hold up um and um the son having like no karmic retribution that doesn't really hold up either like he's like a total yeah, ass because he
1: sucks yeah. yeah
0: and then he just like sort of gets away with it is like oh well happy-go-lucky, we all love each other in the end, when, like, really he's the, he's the reason that he was, that they're, like, in this predicament in the first place. However, what does hold up is that this is a, ma- we have to remember the social situation here. This is a Mike Nichols satire. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. a parody of homophobia and, like, ultra-conservatism and misogyny, and yes. that part absolutely still holds up. It's, like, as overbearing as some of the jokes are, they're all said To poke fun at the audience that they're making fun of, right? Right. And guess what? Homophobia and misogyny still exist. So, yeah, it's still like it all tracks.
1: Hold on, I can't remember if in Lacage or in the source material, if the if the in if the in laws were like in politics.
0: I don't remember either. I don't don't think
1: so and I think that that is such a is a great way of even heightening that divide even more yeah that's a great lens especially like helps it hold up more
0: yeah that's a great lens especially for 1996
1: and unfortunately it hasn't changed so I would find that situation very believable even today so
0: right and I think that's why like um it still sort of holds up because there was like you know in 1996 there was like you know it's you know we're Post first Bush or in Clinton era, right? There's like sort of this mm-hmm. this bubbling up of like traditional family ideas, quote unquote, yes. unquote, unquote, and so the like moral
1: order, the exactly, for moral exactly, order.
0: and so like which you know we're actually you know dropping back into now. So it's I th- I would I would argue it holds up now more than ever, even if some of the minutia and like intricacies don't didn't age well.
1: Oh my god, yeah, I still I still I know that this is sort of like a problematic part in today's world but I still die laughing over um, his last words your money's on the dresser chocolate
0: <laughs> yeah it's like he it's like but and this is what's smart about it is like they make it more they, they make like the things that shouldn't be um, or they'll make they make all the things that people are scared of quote unquote um, uh-huh. really exaggerated right like when they're talking about who he was found with when the yeah. senator a, a prostitute <gasps> this <gasps> black (gasps) like the most like the worst
1: thing is that that she's black
0: black. like come on um so i think i think all of those little things like obviously it'll make some people uncomfortable but like it's doing a great job of like parodying how stupid people are
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i i think that a lot of that handled by different people would not be as funny or last it would be much more of a dated movie i guess mike nichols is just really brilliant with that kind of stuff to have
0: like nathan lane an actual queer person playing that part is like makes it makes the input so much more important um
1: and also alongside that robin williams is so goddamn sincere in this movie like he is a he's a comedic genius like really and truly but i also think this is one of his like more sincere and honest parts
0: oh absolutely
1: he is just so sweet and like he really delves into that person like he really it's just with his little songs that he writes for for albert it's just like
0: yeah which i love
1: imagining them together did
0: you know that um three of the original songs i don't remember which ones were written by stephen sondheim three of the like little ditties in this movie yeah can you believe that
1: is even the even the um the fairy one like what is this dream? I no, see? I don't remember
0: <laughs> what it was, but I know that Sondheim wrote. Um... Wait, is is that the um the um the
1: bubblegum song?
0: Yes, Little Dream. Yeah. Yes, Little Little dream. that's written by Stephen Sondheim.
1: You're lying! Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> the A gay writer, icon, ladies and gentlemen,
0: <laughs> the writer of Into the Woods also wrote Little Dream for the Birdcage.
1: Oh my god. What if this dream turns out to be more than a dream?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. it oh, has. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Um, and, so yes, I think overall it holds up. There's obviously like problematic pieces, but the yes. overall message of like lambasting these people with these baseless phobias totally holds yes. up.
1: Yes, and I think the, I just think that it it's so nice that like for most of the time in the dinner party, Nathan Lane dressing up as a woman, it's not even, they don't even have the, a second guess, like when he's like, "I have something to talk to you about," and he's like, "This guy is such like Armand." He's such oh a yes, jerk. I <laughs> love like, that too. That's <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like they don't even they don't even think for a second. second. Awesome, yeah. man. Right, and I I think that it's just like
0: that's and good. that's what that's, that's what so that's what makes it so like satirical, right? Is like they're so against all this like sort of you know drag culture, gay culture, what have you, and then the really minute don't they know. Like, they and exactly they, know? they don't know, and so like the minute they meet someone like. You know, Nathan, Faint, Nathan Lane has like a s- pretty square jaw. Like, he has pretty, you know, quote unquote masculine presenting features. And, and then and they don't even think his twice. Hair and it
1: like moves. And yeah. And they're like, uh huh,
0: sure. And like, some of the things he says in that scene are just like, oh my God. Uh, Alexander the Great was a fag. Talk about gays in the military. They're like, ha <laughs> ah. Yeah. Oh, I he's love like the Bulls. Oh, And he's like, um, yeah, kill a pro life doctor. Why not? And it's like, the <laughs> irony of that is just so good. It's so good. Why don't you kill the mothers doing? Why don't you just kill the doctors? That yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. Like, oh, oh and, the, and the pity of the woman who's too busy to stay home and take care of her mom. Here, here, so great to, or, uh, to take care of her man. Here, here is so great to meet people like you or whatever that little exchange is. It's like, oh, oh. my God, there's actually people in the world that believe this.
1: I know. I know. And so. the fact that they're There's so obviously mocking it and they're just like, I love that Nathan Lane is just having a good time with it, just, like, twisting these people around his fingers. Yeah. Meanwhile, Robin Williams is in the back with Hank Azari being, like, the shrimp!
0: Yeah, fully (laughs) sweating. The egg Um, and the
1: soup. There's so many, like, tiny little things in that movie that I could laugh over for literally...
0: A year. Yeah. It's like Robin Williams playing like, you know, if this was set up like a sketch, which it is, like basically yeah. a 90 minute sketch or a 120 minute sketch. Um mm-hmm. Robin Williams is like the quote unquote straight man of it all, right? Like he's the one that's nervous that like nothing's going to be pulled off and it's Nathan Lane like, who really flips the script and like commits to the drag character.
1: That says something about this movie so much that Nathan Lane is and that uh Robin Williams Robin Williams is a straight the straight guy. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I love I love that he can go from like fussy 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 and do that whole thing like Perfectly. Yeah. Oh, and just and
0: to clear up, um, when we say straight man in this context, guys, it's it, we mean it in the sketch comedy version yeah, yeah, of like yeah. the normal person or the one who's existing outside of the crazy world that they have built. Anyway. Yes.
1: Sort of the one who the jokes are like played off of. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that he can go from Fossey 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 Martha Graham Martha Graham to that then that scene on the bench, and I like buy both of them. Yeah. Heartedly. Yeah. He's so brilliant. It's
0: so good. Yeah. He's so great in this movie. um this
1: is my all time favorite movie of his. I think it's the best
0: yeah i'd probably agree this and mrs doubtfire for sure
1: mrs doubtfire
0: hello which i'm hello. pretty sure i bring her, I, i'm pretty sure that movie's been brought up every episode um, really? it's like a oh running theme. um this
1: is the mrs doubtfire podcast every week we watch mrs doubtfire
0: yes and we discuss again and again and again
1: again and again for a whole year and we'll see where we are
0: and we try to we figure out ways to bring it up every episode um, exactly. oh my God, that should be a new bit where right? I just try to bring up Mrs. Doubtfire in no matter what movie. Yeah,
1: find the um, Easter egg, the Mrs. Doubtfire Easter eggs.
0: The Mrs. Doubtfire egg. The, Mrs. Doubtfire 2, the egg. <laughs> um, <laughs> the egg! <laughs> so stupid. Um, okay, Clara, any oh. other thoughts on its lasting power?
1: Its lasting power? Or have I mean. we,
0: um, have we, uh, covered its, its aging?
1: What happened to Diane Wiest? Like,
0: <laughs> where is she? Somebody where, put that's
1: out a, my that's my question. Somebody Where's
0: put Diane out an Wiest? Amber Alert. Where is Diane Weist? Um, what has she been up to? I don't really know. Um, she was on like a she was on Law and Order for like a hot sec, but that was like back in the early two thousands. She's back. She was on some CBS show, I think, but I don't really know what she's doing like in film world.
1: Uh, she's so she's hysterical she's actually one of the funniest parts of this movie i think she
0: is so funny oh you know what she's she did so, you know what oh she had god. a um a like little um uh little a little part in was um um the mule that clint eastwood movie she was in that <laughs> can you believe that <laughs> that a her odd res-
1: spot for her that her
0: resume includes the mule and the bird cage
1: oh my god
0: oh so at random I mean, um, Hank
1: Azaria would go on to do such iconic roles as Bartok in Pixar
0: movie. True. True. Uh,
1: where he's just trying to take every sort of nationality and be like, "I can do that."
0: Right, and we really fuck ball. that up for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like Hank, chill, buddy.
1: I know, Hank. But Hollywood.
0: you know what? Um, listen, Hollywood have you believe that race doesn't exist.
1: Hollywood blind to color. Hyrule. Yeah, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> um. That hurts to say.
0: I know. Um, okay, so least favorite part. Hit me.
1: Least favorite part? Ugh. I, like, I don't know if it's my least favorite. But and it's not even so that it
0: needs to be bad. It's just, like, a part that you don't, like, like or would change or that annoys you.
1: I, I feel like Barbara is going to grow up to be that girl that's so annoying and have, be like, oh my God, my dads are both gay, so like maybe I'm gay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel Like that's gonna be
0: her. She's gonna I mean, be the girl. She's gonna be the girl on the college campus that's like, well, I'm like so socially liberal, but like, yeah, I guess I'm a little fiscally conservative. Yeah. Like that's gonna be her. Oh
1: my God. I. I mean, like, I've always thought that they could just could have gotten like a less cardboard actress for that, but. She's fine. I mean,
0: she's also a straight character in the sketch, so it's that's like whatever. That's
1: true. It's like it's hard. It's hard for me to be like, well, I hate her because she's boring because she's just playing a normal yeah, person. Yeah, things are just happening to her. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also I hate the sun. Like, I hate the like, don't add part. I mean, like, I I get that that's like setting it up, but I hate when he's just, like, don't add, just subtract. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. He's such an
0: ass. Like that does um that does lead to the amazing placement of that crucifix and that amazing line. That's like. Well, this is hell, and there's a crucifix <laughs> in it. <laughs> <I> love <laughs> that line so too. So
1: much. Um,
0: um, but I would agree that like the son is the worst part. I uh, for me as well. He's like sort yeah. of he's the one that like really makes it like really shitty. Like he's embarrassed of his his dad's and like he can't just like yeah.
1: when he like touches his face and like wipes his makeup off on the wall and is like that's how gay you are. It's like yeah. okay, so like right? He's, he's such a judgy bitch
0: i know and then he just gets like redeemed at the end for like with no retribution it's like
1: yeah and the acting is so good in this part but i also hate when like nathan lane comes in in the suit and like tries to (sighs) his like last try to be uncle al and they're just like no and he's like well i did my best but i guess it's just nothing so and like the whole dinner party until when he shows up is kind of just like
0: yeah i did fully gag when he came out in a suit i was like (gasps) go on
1: that is a very, like, that's a big moment, and it's very moving, and Nathan Lane is, like, performing the fuck out of it, but with the pink yeah. socks, like, when he crosses his legs, my heart, like, snaps into with the pink socks. Yeah. Ugh, I love him. That's, but uh, that, that, those moments, like, the, I, my least favorite parts of this movie, I guess, are the moments that just, like, make me ache for those two. Like, I wish this world was different for you. So I know. You just be yourselves. And, I know, I agree. Just be happy, but, yeah.
0: We're getting there, we're getting space. there. Oh,
1: um, Armand and Albert today are living.
0: I'm yeah, sure. icons. <laughs> they're they're probably, icons. You know where they're living? They're living on 49th and 10th. They're, they
1: discovered like half of the contestants for RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, like, they're they're, they're,
0: they're casting Drag Race and they're going to the yeah. theater every night.
1: They're like close personal friends with Michelle Visage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they definitely are.
1: Oh, for sure. Um,
0: oh my God, I love the thought of that. Wait, Another okay. Another
1: question. I have okay, one last question. What is that song that Armand and Christine Baranski are singing? Is that from something? The people everywhere. <laughs> when they do that little dance in her oh, office. Um, is that, is um, that from a musical?
0: Okay, so you ready? I have some more Easter eggs for you. So that is another song that was written by Sondheim, and it was originally considered for the original production of The Funny Thing That Happened on the Way to the Forum.
1: Oh, yeah, virgins are distinctly nervous. That is yeah. a very forum lyric. <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. So that oh that song was, it's called Love in the Air, was cut from that musical and ended up in this movie 30 years oh, that, later.
1: Oh my God. And then Nathan Lane would then go on to star as Pseudalus.
0: In that, yeah.
1: In that, wow.
0: Wow, so. connection. Sondheim sort of does bring everyone together, just like the Odyssey. And that yeah. is a callback.
1: I'll <laughs> still never forget. No um, no shame, no defamation to Sondheim here, but I will always remember that one time where Ann was like, only seen Sondheim one time. And when I did, he was chewing on air.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right. Because, <laughs> um,
1: you know, he's, he's old, but we love
0: him. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. He's old and we, hand, we love him. Um, also, quick tangent onto Sondheim. Aww. I think if you put the first episode of Sunday in the Park with George and this. What did I say? First episode? The first episode! The first act of Sunday in the Park with George with the second act of Into the Woods would be the perfect musical.
1: Uh, not yeah, not because. Do, what are they doing with that Act Two of Sunday? Girl, <laughs> what
0: are they doing with that? Um, it should
1: be it should be a one act musical. Like
0: just it end. really should. It really should. Just end. Anyway, before we go off on this tangent,
1: oh god, um, we're gonna get some comments and people being like, "Sunday in the Park with is the most beautiful show I've ever seen."
0: Yeah, long live Bernadette. Like, oh. yeah, but have, you,
1: have you seen it though?
0: Right. <laughs> The second, act, the second act is rough. But I did see the Jake Gyllenhaal, Annaly Ashford production, and it was fucking brilliant. So. Oh,
1: because he's sexy as all hell. And he's
0: so good in that. He was so, really so good. good. I mean, he's really Did you watch so the Sack
1: Lunch Bunch? Now to go on another tangent, did you watch Oh, that no, Leary I have project? not watched that, yet. <laughs> Bitch, if you want to see Jake Hall in rare form, you have to see that.
0: Girl, he's in rare form in everything. Have you seen Velvet Buzzsaw? Oh, my he's God. He's a full psycho in that.
1: He is wild. Wild. You know what I was Okja, he's day?
0: wild in everything.
1: This is about to go absolutely off the rails. But do you remember what I was thinking? What else movie? is new?
0: What else is new, honey? That movie with him and
1: Anne Hathaway, Love and Other Drugs. I was Girl. thinking about that and getting depressed the
0: other day. Also
1: wishing that I had her apartment in that movie because it's just like one big room with an open bathtub. I'm like,
0: yeah, because oh. every rom com they have amazing apartments and all they do is like they're like their title is brand manager or something.
1: She's like a painter with like a crippling disease. Like, how
0: does she have right. that
1: crazy apartment?
0: Girl, I don't know. Girl. Ne- the old nepotist, probably. It was probably handed down.
1: She wears a fierce white cable knit sweater in that movie, though, so I did <laughs> not say anything.
0: <laughs> cable net the house does um,
1: cable net worth is.
0: <laughs> okay, I gotta go. You guys, this has been fun. <laughs> Clocking clockin out.
1: I'm out. Uh, I gotta go. Gotta Sorry. go. Listen, All North by North was enough.
0: Um, and then you gave me Cable Net Worth.
1: Yeah, Cable Net.
0: Um, listen. One other part that I think is such beautiful, beautiful irony is them dancing and singing I Could Have Danced All Night. Oh my god. Them dancing around singing that song is about as gay as it gets. I could have spread! (laughs) Literally, I'm like, they're they're singing Broadway, and one of them is dressed as a drag queen, and this Republican-ass senator has no idea
1: no idea that he the is beautiful a gay beautiful fantasia. irony uh,
0: he isn't he's is in a gay fantasia on national themes
1: but you know look at his face at the end when he is fully dragged out dancing around he is living
0: look, honey he's getting his he's feeling his arts Art, and i love how the driver at the end is like lady not for a million dollars
1: that's another one of my least favorite parts. I hate that fucking guy. He can kiss my ass.
0: Oh, yeah, he sucks. The
1: driver, he sucks. <laughs> and the news reporter, that sweaty ass like, sweaty news reporter that's like, Oh, uh, did you try Goldman?
0: Uh. <laughs> wait, sweaty is such a good adjective for that character.
1: He's so sweaty the whole time. He's literally in snow and dripping sweat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, Gay Fantasia on national themes, Nathan Lane went on to win an, a Tony Award for Angels in America. To sort of come full circle once again. Oh, and I did see him in that, and he was remarkable. It is I one of that the you saw that. it I is think one you saw of that. the greatest on-stage performances that I've ever seen in my life. Talk about commanding a stage. Like there's there's people who can act, and then there's Nathan Lane. Truly. I like, believe that.
1: I really think
0: he is operating on a different frequency.
1: Himself, he doesn't take himself so seriously, which I think is why he can do dramatic roles so well. Because he's they, there's like not a self-conscious bone in his body yeah like,
0: and he just gets he gets his body he gets his voice and he just like leaves everything out on stage and he also doesn't play emotion he fucking plays action and that's like number one rule of acting and everything about him is like it's so lived in it's like with purpose there's never any like frills and whatever even when he's doing outlandish comedy like he's doing in the Birdcage, it is full of truth. And to see him do Roy yeah. Cohn, oh my fucking god! If you that didn't get to see with that production, more
1: scope. His career literally wide scope. Like literally Timon, girl. <laughs> literally Timon. Literally, I saw him in a Mammoth play when I was like thirteen, and I was like, "This is incredible." Birdcage, like the guy
0: is amazing. He he literally won for a funny thing. So like, we're, to come back to that. then went on to win for the producers and then won for angels in america come on
1: he is probably like of every actor in the world a mainstay in all of my favorite at least all my favorite comedies like yeah producers don't even get me stwarded yeah he is
0: just so good in everything
1: uh that movie the producers holy shit how must it feel to be matthew broderick to nathan lane's nathan lane in that
0: movie and literally matthew broderick is such like a wet napkin like <laughs> he does not deserve that. Anyway, One before, I, before I go off on Matthew Broderick, back to the birdcage. Um, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, no, Matthew Broderick is nowhere to be found in this movie for a good
0: reason. Go off. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else about something that was ironic, but I don't remember what. Oh, I also love the line. Um, I'm just going to keep going off on lines that I love. Um, when he's like, you know, to to deal with this, you know, tiny little predicament, and he's like, well, not tiny. Talking well, about his dick. Not tiny. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that too. Oh, and I love um, I love when he's like giving. He's like uh, uh like willing his stuff away to Hank Azaria. He's like, and my boots. And Hank's like, no, I don't want, and I don't want them. And he's like, and my wigs. He's like, which wigs? <laughs> <laughs>
1: my best wigs.
0: <laughs> I love that part too. Oh um, God!
1: I literally, I literally wrote in my notes when we were talking about Gay Escapade. I. About the first scene in the dressing room This whole scene is true farce melodrama Gay escapade <laughs> Oh and I love the <laughs> Before I'm just this Short fat middle aged thing And then Robin Williams yes. is like I made you short <laughs> So
0: that <laughs> Short fat Middle aged thing. thing
1: I'm just going through my notes now Another thing that I can't believe you didn't clock yet Is the fucking sequined dick On that guy <laughs> The like single strip of sequined oh. <laughs>
0: literally how did I not clock
1: he's the guy who chews the gum too that sweetie you're wasting your gum oh, yeah that is an iconic line yeah. Uh, yeah
0: um do you have any other fun parts that you wanted to discuss
1: oh um another reason why I hate the um the son is that he does one of my least favorite acting choices oh my god hands in the ever, pockets in anything no um wistfully kneeling over a pool and putting your hands
0: in it oh girl <laughs> like what is I can't believe Mike Nichols wasn't like, get the fuck up. What are
1: you doing? Like, yeah. What is that for?
0: Although there's a lot of there's a lot of pool acting in The Graduate too, so.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean that's for a purpose. Like the pool is like a whole metaphor for like
0: separatism yeah. and that. But You're even, right. Like, You're right.
1: Why is he just like kneeling over the pool and like, emolli being like, the uh, water.
0: Like why? <laughs> <laughs> talk about wet napkin. He's wet napkin number two.
1: I know wettest napkin. His hair, his hair is great though. We got to give him that. He it's got a, it from Robin.
0: Is he rocking a middle part in that?
1: It's sort of like one of those 90s like offset. Oh,
0: where, you're like, right. Like a, like a Boy then, Meets like, World ass. over.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. very floppy. Oh, um, and I also love I also love this is, I don't even remember when this part of the movie is. I, it's Robin Williams, I think. Nathan Lane is like, "Are you upset?" and Robin Williams is, like, "But let me tell you why." <laughs> <laughs>
0: such a good response uh, the line (laughs) delivery is just it's perfection truly perfection um there was something i was gonna say about the son too that i don't that i didn't like oh that he never like acknowledges his nathan lane as like a parent no he's always always, like is my mother here is my mother here where's my mother my mother's gonna come take care of this it's like bitch she hasn't been in your life like nathan lane has
1: yeah literally the whole time I get so
0: upset about that as well. Uh,
1: I know. He, it, it like sets him up to be a little pisser from the beginning. Like sleeping late is such like a movie trope of being like, this kid's a little bit of a bastard. He's yeah. like past noon. And I mean, and like, and if I'm a bastard, then I guess that's what it
0: means. I mean, exactly. And it's like, you know, screen writing one someone needs a redemption. <laughs> someone needs I a know. redemption arc. Um, guess <laughs> it's gotta be him. Um, but anyway, Claire, if people loved this movie, what other movies will they like?
1: The producers, for sure. Yeah,
0: that's like number one. Uma we could,
1: is doing drag in that movie. <laughs> we
0: can we can full stop right there.
1: So is Gary Beach. Ah, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, Gary Beach Gary, is amazing
0: in the. Production. Where have you been, Gary Beach? Where have and, you been? um,
1: one of the most funny celebrities to put in anything in our friend group, Roger Bart.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay, so our friend group is obsessed with putting Roger Bart into any situation, any conversation, oh
1: God. any, Literally, any put wait, it in any show.
0: Wait, Roger Bart was going to be an ant. He was another one yes, on the cast list. Yes, Roger
1: was going to be an ant. Uh,
0: and we did tweet oh at him God. one million times trying to get him to respond. And listen, oh, another, he didn't go the line. distance, honey. Uh, clock no. that? Did you clock that? <laughs> did you clock that?
1: If <laughs> anybody need some lighthearted viewing, if you like the birdcage, you'll also like this. Um, the Trisha Paytas <laughs> video for being like, Roger Bart is a cheater.
0: Wait, you, same you, genre. you could have fully, you could have, like, Trisha Paytas video, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> don't need to go any further. Oh, God. I'm, her like, doing I'm her like, doing, I'm Legally gonna... Blonde. Whoa, is that my name up on that list? She's oh,
1: flat the whole time. Her fully, like, on a Percocet during no,
0: Star Wars oh, <laughs> I'll
1: make fun of her because she's horrible. <laughs> oh, Trisha
0: oh, another- Paytas.
1: This is another line from The Birdcage that I love. (laughs) When they were talking about, I forget where this comes up, but Robin Williams talking about where there's sand. (laughs) About Jews. He's like,
0: you know the old saying, where there's sand. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that old saying that everyone says.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, what? It's so absurd. His whole, like, his riffing in that beginning part of the dinner party when, before Nathan Lane gets here, is just like, oh my god,
0: what are you doing, buddy? I also think another, like, real, like, emotional apex of, like, the message of this movie is, maybe not the emotional apex, but maybe, like, the full payout of, like, the the satire is Mm -hmm. at the end when the whole farce is, like, revealed, and the senator just cannot believe that he bought it. He's like, wait, 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 wait you can't be a man that's not a man you're you're a woman like
1: because he he, was like in love with in love he's in full denial he was like she's i've met this woman before and it's such a tragic story you know this like abrasive man comes in somebody just needs to come and save her (laughs)
0: literally and then it's like it's such amazing like poetic justice to have that
1: oh my god do you remember he was like bessie jackson is an insensitive cow (laughs)
0: Just, I mean, the lines. We could just, we could, we could no. read through. We could do a dramatic reading of this screenplay.
1: Seriously, one day it will happen. We'll do Fleabag in this. <laughs> oh
0: yes. Um. Wait. Right. Okay. Quick tangent again. I watched Fleabag live last night. Did you see? Oh, yeah, you you I messaged me about, messaged about it. You. Okay. I, so I tried to
1: find the link because I like got emailed from like National Theatre Live being like, here's Fleabag, and I was like, great, click, 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 and it was like only in UK.
0: I, so it um. It is only on Amazon Prime this week for a five dollar rental, and all of the proceeds. So Phoebe's r- raising money for the West End and Broadway.
1: Oh God! Okay, so like, well,
0: if I'm you stream it on Prime, that.
1: I'll watch that tonight.
0: Um, this oh. episode unfortunately won't come out in time for everyone to hear that, but we um, bag support. Um, it's Claire. It is beyond. Like
1: she's beyond. We another, are another one that I love.
0: Phoebe we are truly lucky to be alive at the same time as Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Like everything she creates is just next level. And to see her command the stage at the National Theatre with just her in a chair, it is just like it's it's truly a revelation. It's like like one of those, like, once-in-a-lifetime talents you see, like, Nathan Lane. like
1: yeah, These people you who can... You Nathan Lane.
0: They just get themselves... <laughs> that That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, they just get their bodies. They get what they're trying to say. They're unafraid. They have no shame. It's just, like, ugh.
1: And, like, it would so be bad. enough if she was just capable of that level of performance, but also, like, have you seen Killing Eve? Like...
0: I know. It's just, like, from She's Fleabag to brilliant. Killing Eve. She has this new yeah. show run on HBO to see the live performance of... Um, uh, fleabag she's script doctored the newest 007 movie like it is just she has this huge deal with amazon prime coming it's like uh, thank god she's taking over the entertainment industry because know. We need people who write like her
1: but also really quick um if jody comer if you're listening um i'd love to take you out for a date so
0: same honestly same
1: <laughs> if you'd like so, to come get dinner with me um, let's just go I'd ahead and, anytime
0: let's go ahead and thruple with jody comer so
1: yeah, jody awesome. if
0: you're listening teach me how to get do an accent.
1: To- You've got two great candidates here. Um, uh, Separate, we aren't much, but together we can, we'll we'll be everything you need. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, Wait, can we talk about Killing E for one second? She does four accents. She does four accents in 40 seconds in like season two, episode six. She's, can you believe that?
1: Absolutely flawless. And her scene, I'm going to steal her monologue that she does um, in no spoilers, but that she does in season two when she's at that AA meeting when she's
0: like, bitch. That is so good. I think I, I, I think that's the scene that won her in the Emmy. I think that's the the submission she used. She's I think it was incredible. from that from that episode. Anyway, Jesus she, Christ! Before we before British we go down. British
1: normally. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Northern British. She's from Liverpool. When I heard her accept her Emmy with that accent, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me." Anyway.
1: <laughs> Literally, the whenever thing. I think about whenever I'm like about to audition, I'm like, channel your inner Jodie Comer. What would Jodie do? to go out
0: there. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, so, any other movies you can think of on the? The theme of
1: same wavelength cage. as Birdcage. Yes. Um. Anything at all with Christine Baranski because she kind of just like screams that vibe. So <laughs> you could watch The Grinch. If Including The Grinch. I was just gonna say
0: that. <laughs> Wait, but it sort of is in that vein.
1: Did I have I ever told you this? That like one of my main sexual awakening moments is that part of The Grinch when Jim Carrey is shot out of the cannon and falls fl- like straight into her boobs.
0: Hot. <laughs> That's amazing. So hot.
1: I know. I saw that when I was like ten, and I was like, oh.
0: Do I like this? I like.
1: I think I love that.
0: I think I. I think that's for me.
1: And the Grinch was my sexual awakening. Put that. Uh, on you. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Schmark
0: it. it. <laughs> um. Yeah, love that.
1: Love. Um. What else? Uh. Any Robin Williams really? Uh.
0: Ooh, what was it? Except. Except not Insomnia. I just watched um it, the Christopher Nolan movie Insomnia, where Robin Williams plays a killer. Um so that might not be in the same way. Oh, wait,
1: I have a good one. And I might be able to stump you with this one. Okay. Um, have you seen the movie The Fisher King?
0: I have not. But I uh, have heard I about it because it. of you.
1: Yes, that movie is great. Robin Williams is great in it. That other guy who's just hot, he's he plays the dude in uh, uh, that fucking he's just the dude. What is his name? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Um, it's a great one. You should definitely watch that. Set in New York. There's New a great York. scene in Central Park where they're both butt. Ass naked, so you love that.
0: I literally was like, "Wait, Claire, didn't we just talk about Jeff Bridges, but we fully talked about Jeff Daniels?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I love, I love any Jeff. Literally, just line them all,
0: all dress. up. All Jeffs. Yeah, I think everything that you said really, like, I truly only only came up with the producers. I was like, "Yep, that'll do." <laughs> yeah,
1: I can also circling back to my favorite performers I feel like I just have to say this because I was just so excited to be on here that I completely forgot to brand myself (sighs) um Steve Buscemi is my favorite of all oh
0: of course of (laughs) course how could we forget um and we we, forget
1: Stevie B we did
0: spend a lot of time in the back of a cab one day um putting our faces on Steve Buscemi's body and Steve Buscemi's body on our faces
1: yep we did do that we did do that
0: (laughs) We were and I taking. Did, I
1: did also spend a undisclosed amount of time doing putting Steve Buscemi's face on almost every celebrity I could possibly think of.
0: Yeah, and, and we almost were,
1: every type of animal you can
0: imagine. We fully were driving probably a hundred blocks in a cab, absolutely losing our shit in the backseat of a cab. The cab driver was probably like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh my god! <laughs> and there yeah, we I were, think, photoshopping Steve Buscemi.
1: Otherwise, we would have like taken his eardrums out. Literally. Ugh.
0: All right, BB. Huh. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about Miss Birdcage?
1: Uh, just Before we wrap it up, it, if you haven't seen it, you're a loser.
0: <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, kids. No, if you, haven't seen no, it, if you're
1: you... A lifeless, sad bag, and you need to change your outlook.
0: Uncultured swazine. Yeah, so um,
1: watch this movie as soon as you can. It's. Yeah. I have the DVD. If you want me to mail it to you, just hit me on Instagram. <laughs> have the
0: VHS. Um, All fine. Um, I actually really would like people to watch this and let me know if they think it holds up if it holds up.
1: Me too. Yeah, I I mean I feel like there's there's a level of it holding up that I can't even really comprehend because I'm like yeah. passing for straight white girl, but
0: Yeah. Also um I think uh our, I wanted to mention that um when I posted so every time that I watch a new movie I post a poster on my Instagram story and when I was doing a rewatch of The Birdcage I posted on my Instagram story and it got so many comments. Like, I got so many DMs about people loving that movie. So it just it just shows that people, like, really love it so much. Um, yeah, and, like... And it I, affected a lot of people.
1: I just remember, like, in early middle school when a lot of my friends, including myself, that hadn't come out yet, we would, like, sit and watch this movie and be like damn this just feels like a breath of fresh air like this feels yeah. right for me i just feel like that feeling is in a lot of people's hearts like this yeah. is one of the first movies that really celebrate that i watched when i was young that really celebrated gay culture and yeah. just like really made the gays the good guys you know yeah. and not just, to like, see a that stupid stereotype exactly like, yes yeah. some like guy at the office who's like a little like limp-wristed or whatever yeah like, the gay, gay so best nice friend if you see. will yeah yeah, yeah. it yeah. was so nice to see a real story and real like Fucking great, well-written characters. Yeah, like. and
0: all the stereotypes that they did employ were for the sake of parody, and it like absolutely yeah. worked.
1: It, they so. stereotype the straight people. Exactly, the gay people. I would say, which um, is like, they should be.
0: Yeah, it has like real emotional weight, and um, it put like a, a disenfranchised story at the front uh, on the on the front lines, and it was directed by a big name director, and it starred big name people, and I, I mean Robin Williams. Hello, he's like at the height of his career in the 90s and 2000s so yeah um I yeah mean, i really love it and,
1: this and like cobra king are the.
0: T- <laughs> <laughs> i just want you to go, i want you guys to know that i had no response to that i just simply hung my head and shook my head back and forth
1: i'm not being serious dylan mcpherson and i when we was this when we were alone in vermont together for val for uh thanksgiving when i came by myself
0: i don't know where, where are we going with this
1: when we watched cobra king
0: oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think we, I, that was just you and I.
1: Oh, that was shocking. That film shocking. was shocking.
0: <laughs> we, we uh, our personalities were based off of that movie for a good three months. Oh yeah, couldn't talk yeah, about anything yeah. else. No. Um, uh, long, long live Garrett. Yes, exactly. Long live Garrett. Um, okay, BB Before we we could tr- you guys we could keep this conversation going for like three days straight. I know
1: this could be a three day um, podcast, a filibuster.
0: Listen, we're about to go to the Senate floor and talk about. Nathan day fantasia on national yes. themes for eight hours
1: Nathan for um, president 2024 yes Just kidding that would ruin him he yes god it.
0: that would ruin him um thank you so much for joining me i'm literally obsessed with you as you know of course. um of corks um can't wait to have you back you're obviously going to be a repeat guest because we have so much to talk about
1: um, and if you do eternal sunshine with anybody else um i'll kill you
0: Heard you, heard you. Uh, I
1: wanted to get a funny one out so that they could all like me, and then I'll really get into like. Yeah, and then we'll crush them. Was with was very the representational of depression.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had to we had to go out the gate with our brand of humor. Um, For sure. Which, by the way, I want you guys to know that the last hour and fifteen minutes don't take any of it seriously. No, 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 no. <laughs> trust no, 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 trust no. nothing we said. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, erase this episode from your library. Um, Claire, thank you so much again. I literally love you so much, um, and I can't wait to have you back.
1: I love you.
0: Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
1: (laughs) Blowing a kiss, trying to
0: make a sound. Blow to fart. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs)